Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I broke no laws today, Moan. None. None. You None. know what, DK? If I hit <clears throat> this bell soon enough and start this, we will beat all these bets on here, too. You oh, ready? Yeah, let's do that, too. Okay, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. that was really fast. Yep. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, DK. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> the Wade show. Yeah. We did yeah. it. That's right. Yeah, ding you, on five. Ding on like five, it. baby. Look at that. We got an LFG from somebody here. This Quickest is no open huddle ever. offense. We, we're back to no huddle offense, DK. Now, that said, the show is coming on an hour later than usual, but that's for <laughs> a decent reason. I was out in Latrobe uh, covering the Steelers. Yeah. Very eventful practice. Yeah. Uh, by far the most eventful one. Of this early training camp with pads on, bone with pads. Man, I'm pulling up. I'm on my uh, Twitter burner account, right? I got my burner. I'm following stuff on social media because I'm still locked out of mine. But guess what's on my thread, DK? On my mm. on my suggested page, okay? On on, on the X is is Corey Trice, is 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 JJ JPJ, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's this alien that floats around uh, Latrobe. Um, I believe he wears 14. He wears 14. He goes up high, come down with, with, with like footballs in his hand by the name of George Pickens. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, you know, yeah. you and I communicated after I was off campus there. Uh-huh. And as I was driving back, I'm talking to Ramon safely, you know, hands free. You and were safely today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when you sent me the text of George's catch, which I couldn't see because I was doing backs on backers yeah right and the you, george thing happened clear on the other side of the complex i heard this roar from the just, crowd so i get this thing from from ramona when i when i arrive here downtown safely i look at the thing and you yeah. know what i thought to myself what's that offensive pass interference <laughs> not even close <laughs> not even close man oh my god Gosh. I saw three of them. <laughs> Immediately, DK, I had I missed your call and then I had like four <laughs> alerts on my phone from like like from like network apps and stuff. Stillers, Stillers, George Pickens, Stillers, Stillers, what a catch. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'd look at the clip, call you back, and we start talking about practice. Like, did you see it? It's like, no, I didn't see it. Everybody in the world has seen this thing. I'm in a group chat on my phone with some of my good buddies discussing George Pickens. Wow. Look, the level of uh, acrobatics is through the roof. And I actually mean that literally, not just figuratively, because he went way up. Then he came way down, but then he has the football in the left hand. And it's an amazing show. But if you're Joey Porter Jr. and you're standing there and, and he was, and he's like, Come on, man. And then, and then, and then the part that I wasn't wild about here is that Pickens, then after that, shows up Porter. Okay. Come on. Look at you, Lee. Come on, you man. offensive guy. Somebody's Come on, man. Be, but he's showing him hey. up in the practice. JPJ. Say it's a, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with, go ahead. Go ahead and finish, man. Go I ahead. Just, and finish. I don't like it. It's a practice. And, and another, they've, they've been going at it. Now, that part we do like. Yes, we do. But here, here's the thing. We, we just had someone here in the shop who said, uh, is this, you know, is this a better catch than the one in Cleveland? No, man. Yes. The one in Cleveland was in a game though, right? with a pass rush, whatever else here. And also, if this had happened in Cleveland, he would have gotten three OPI flags and, and taunting. He got it. Oh, see, I, and now we're on the wrong side. You're, you're on this side. Telling the offensive guy what we're supposed to be thinking right now, DK. And I, we see all, all all the comments, too, by the way. Uh, we will get to Trice, and we'll discuss what's going on here. Yeah. But but 
my guy right here, okay? He's telling an offensive guy how we're supposed to feel about practice when the defense get all the joy and all all of the, the oh, talk. That's where we're the, going uh, here. Uh, okay. now, let me preface this by saying I saw Joey Porter Jr. from a young fella. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. To where I saw Joey be like, man, every every dad looks at their kid and be like, even no matter how good they are, right? Especially if you're a former pro, you've seen what it looks like. We get blinded by how we went about it. We forget we looked amateur as heck, right, DK? Mm-hmm. That's how it happens sometimes. We forget that we made mistakes. We forget that we got to grow into our bodies. We forget that, look, we didn't know everything as a rookie or as a freshman or as a college junior, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw Joey trying to figure out, you know, what JPJ is going to be. Joey, Joey Jr. is going to be, right? And he's at that spot. I watch him be grown up inside of our building. So this is in no disrespect to Joey Porter Jr. whatsoever. This is me celebrating what competition is all about. Is that fair before I go any further? I think it is. Yes. Y'all are good in the comments if now I go further. Okay. All right, here we go. So with that being said, is this, DK. We called this out as one of those matchups we needed to see in camp. We said this. George Pickens and Joey Porter Jr. will be the matchup to come each day in camp because you got a second-year guy, you got a rookie. You got two guys that need to still prove themselves as if they belong in the NFL, right? They can Mm -hmm. play ball in the NFL. That's why I look at this JPJ and GP situation as a situation that needs to blossom into a friggin' rose, man. Because that back and forth to me, I thought it was warranted. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a spirit of competition. The offensive guys ran down the field to chest bump them. And also, they did all of them. To see this, it was so good to see Deontay be the one there. First one there. Who's the first one? Mm -hmm. Yep. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson was the first one there. That warmed me. That let me know that room is in good standing. That let me know no matter what happens between them two, they teammates. And Deontay is happy to see him shine like that. So much for us. So when he got up and George just said he's a creative player on Madden the other day. And you know what he did? Mm. He made an acrobatic type of play today. And I was happy to see it. The, the throwback, I'll tell you this. It's for us to celebrate that, right, DK? It's on Coach Tomlin and his staff to say, hey, hey, dude. You're going to have to battle with this man on Sundays. Let's keep all of that together, okay? Meaning battle alongside. Battle alongside him. There's no need for you to be throwing the ball at him. But in the spirit of what their battle was and is going to be, DK, I'll take that one. George Pickens was due one. Now what has to happen is this, right, DK? For every action, there's an equal or opposite reaction. Now, yes. if they decide to fold George Pickens one day in practice safely, hit him real hard, hey, George, you had that coming. And that's usually how it go in camps. George Pickens need to have his head on the swivel a little bit for the next few days is what oh, I and, say. And, and he understands that. Okay. I mean, this is somebody who, he, he's okay with that game. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit different for some guys, but especially at those positions. Yeah. But I got to tell you, Moan, that wasn't the only place on the field where things got heated because the thing that I was watching while that happened was backs on backers. And there were some high spirits over there. There was some (laughs) high energy. And we're going to talk about that in the second segment. Before we get to that, we have a number of people asking about Corey Trice. So I'm going to share this. This happened about 30 feet away from me. Uh, Trice was not directly involved in the play, but it wasn't one of those uh what did you call it, Moan, when we were communicating earlier? Non-contact. Not yeah, it really wasn't because he he appeared to me yeah. as if he was there were three players who collided. He wasn't one of them. Okay. And what ended up happening was he looked like he turned while his right foot I know, right well, foot was I'm planted. Cringing. I know. And then he just went Mm-hmm. And I think everyone knew, yeah, uh, what yeah. was happening there. Um, he could not put any weight on it. And then as he went off on the cart, fans were politely applauding. Yeah, uh, he had his head down with his braids around. You couldn't even see his face. Um, now, I did see another athlete in my time have an injury that looked like this a few years ago. 
on that same exact field. In fact, the same side of the field. And I thought he was done for the year. And that was number 73, Ramon Foster. I remember that. And then the next thing I knew, opening night in Cleveland, there he was. I so was I, I we're not sitting here playing doctor or whatever. This, no. just, this, this did not look good. I'll say this too. Uh, when guys are in these type of situations, I'll be honest with y'all, we are some of the most scared people in the world because you're seeing everything flash. All everything your work. flashes. Yeah. And, and I, I hope y'all are okay with me saying like, you get scared. Like guys cry. Uh, I had that look on my face. I didn't shed a tear, but it was just like, I remember it immediately. <laughs> my career is done immediately. How today again, first day of pads too, right? Mine was on the first day of pads too. It was. You know what I'm saying? So excitement is at a sky is at an all time high. So to hear there was non-contact, I don't know what the motion of the injury looked like, but my knee went backwards so much. So I never watched a clip of it. Okay. <laughs> I never watched a clip of it, but what I'll say is this: be slow to go on that because guys get emotional. Guys don't know what their future is going to look like in these situations. He's probably never had a serious injury. And a lot of the times I tell my wife this, I don't know how to be sick and I don't know how to be hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you, you you paint this image in your head. I'm Iron Man. I'm the dude that they're going to like, I'm going to be all right. And when you can't put weight on your leg the way Corey Trice couldn't or was perceived that he couldn't, you think oh, certain no, he things. couldn't. He you could see? not. But, yeah. but that's also one of those situations, DK, to where it could just be, you know. Uh, well, they're uh, telling him not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they're just, telling him not to. It could be a hyperextended knee. It could be a bone bruise. Bone bruises suck. That's initially what mine was with a small tear. And the tear healed itself. But the bone bruise, I couldn't put no weight down. I couldn't push off on anything. It ached like hell. It was just bad. But I thought what was a shattered knee was a bone bruise with a slight tear. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. until we get those images and they say he's out for the season or something like that, or, hey, this is a few weeks and he'll be back by the start. I think his excitement around him has warranted him enough interest from the staff to stick around in some capacity. He's still got to go out on the field and prove himself right, DK. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to diagnose him because I thought I was done. And I played that year and started all 17, uh, all 16 games and also came back the next year, too. So let's be kind of slow to go on saying Corey's done for the years. All I will tell you guys on those injuries, players don't know how to be hurt, y'all. It's it's taking away everything that you do. Yeah, it, it just is. Is everything that you 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 go from Superman to Clark Kent like that? Oh, you do be, because DK. Um, He's been looking forward to this. He's trained for it. He's heard you talk about him and me talk about him and the fans on his social media. So he feel like he let folks down too. So the emotions of what's going on, let's just be slow until we know is all I'll tell you guys. When we come back, uh, we have a whole bunch of questions piled up here. We have a gentleman here at our shop ready to, to fire off the first of the hay moans. And um, I believe that it'll end up being the only segment that matters. That's, that's Hey Moan. Come on, y'all. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Moan, did you happen to know that at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, mm. quality happens to be at the core of every menu item? For real. Three yeah. expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. There are actually a bunch of them now in the St. Vincent College area. That's what <laughs> happens when you're good, DK. That's right. They just want more <laughs> of it here. Uh, we're going to get started today with Don, who's here who's here at our HQ shop. Come on in, Don. Come on in. Come on in, Don. Paging Don. Hey. 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 Hello, hello, Moan. How are Hi. you? I'm good. How are you oh, doing? Oh, great, great. Good, good. good. Get closer to the mic a little bit. Yeah. Oh, can yeah. you hear me okay? Yeah. Oh, you're perfect now. 
Yeah. Hey, I just want to let you guys know this show is tremendous. Uh, you guys do such a great job. You work so well together. Thank you. I've been a Steeler fan for a long time. And, uh, you know, I got to say in the last year or so, when I've started watching you guys, it's added a whole nother dimension. I really appreciate all the, the information you bring, the, the knowledge recall and, yeah. you know, just, just, it, it, it's really, you know, coming from a, from a former player like yourself, it's really special. Thank you, Don. Well, we always said we're going to start this show with no fluff, no foolishness, and just straight football, still a footballer. I hope we're holding it up. Well, you get, you got a you, you bring it with a lot of style too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, my question. Um, so, uh, hey, Moan, what is that? Hey, oh. question? <laughs> hey, Moan. Hey, Moan. There we go, Don. <laughs> um, Back uh, in 2000, at the end of the 2016 season, I yes. think it, or, or 15, you were playing the the Bengals in that that first playoff game. Yeah, and I think it was it was January 2016, where they could have won their first playoff game and everything. Yeah, they could have won that. There was like 22 seconds left. Uh, so explain to me uh, what happened. Kind of describe the chaos that was going on with with Burfecht and yeah. Uh, Pac-Man Jones and yeah, oh, were you guys all man. on it? Was there a lot of a lot of trash talking back and forth on both sides? It, it had a uh, man. Great question. Uh, nobody. I don't think anybody ever asked what happened on the field. Um, what? So the game was heated, you know, in a lot of different ways. Uh, Cincinnati was a good team at the time. They had a real strong chance of beating mm -hmm. us. They were hosting. Uh, we had to go to them, and we were down. We were down and out essentially, and. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Landry Jones gives up an interception, or if I'm not mistaken. And at that point, they ran off and did their full celebration and whatnot. Um, and it was just a big debacle of everything that was just – it was a huge buildup to everything that was going on. Like, there was a lot of trash talking. There was a lot of back and forth. But that's AFC uh, North ball. It's just different. I was speaking right. to a guy, Adam uh, Anthony Levine, that played for Baltimore, and he just talked to me. He was like – it's just different with us in the North. So the fact that they were on the cusp of winning and the fact that we had some players, maybe some coaches, Joey Porter, on the field, they just found anything and any reason to be upset and be mad. And the fact that stuff was swinging in our, in our direction, the momentum of us being able to win and close out that game, they just couldn't handle it. And it wasn't just the players. It was the fans throwing stuff. It was the stuff they said to you, them seeing Ben walk back out there. Like my brother, my, my blood brother, went to the game, and he rode with some guys who were Cincinnati fans, and they threatened to leave him because he was cheering for me. So it was just so much tension to where – Cincinnati was close enough to be where they are right now as far as the team in 2015-16, right. but they just couldn't grab it, and yeah. it just made them upset. But the thing is, Don, the structure and how you operate as a team. Coach Tomlin trains us a certain way mentally and physically too, and as a team in an outfit. And a lot of people don't give them credit, from that, for credit for that. We had more poise. We'd been in situations like that before, and they couldn't understand, in my opinion, why it went against them. It came down to a team just being poised and being hard. And that's one thing Pittsburgh Steelers always do. You know, think yeah. about where we are right now. This is the quickest reset I feel like any team's ever had if they don't go out and yeah. spend hundreds of millions of dollars on, on, on free agents. We didn't yeah. do that. Nope. You know, so it was frustration, trash talking, yep. expectation that just went on our side right there. Well, Steelers are a class act organization from top to bottom, so. Yeah, it's no surprise. No, that's, that, that's why so many teams resent them and dislike them, and that's why they get booed when they by other fans. And that's why we got the best fans in the world because they understand it too, Don. Yeah, it, well, it, it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate your time on this answer. Appreciate everything. No I'll, doubt about it. And then uh, make sure everybody, we got to get uh, a, a thousand subscriptions. We, I need. I need to get my merchandise. See? Look at Dolly and tell her we close. I see yeah. her behind oh, the scenes. <laughs> he, did, he did say. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Don. Appreciate right. that. You. Awesome question. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. We should clarify or, or add or throw into the mix here that uh, – Landon Roberts also had an injury today. It's not seen yeah. at all as being serious. Okay. 
Um, he was. Well, this this will segue me right into the uh, backs on backer stuff. Oh, here we go. But man, was he a terror! Was I mean, he? he had no use for anybody having anything to do with him in this drill. I love uh, it. You know how sometimes at the end of that drill, yeah. there's that extra swipe or that mm-hmm. extra shove or that mm-hmm. you. He had almost all of them. He was that guy. You, but, and he see, actually tried to get into it with Zach Gentry, who's like the coolest guy in the Zach's world. So chill. Yeah, and Zach's just like, oh, that's the look <laughs> he probably had to. Let me let me tell you something about this. This that's very true right here, man. Uh, we're talking about it. Landon Roberts, Thumper. He's mm-hmm. he's kind of known to be that too. But I'll say this: when we talk about linebackers coming to Pittsburgh, and uh, I think some guys were asking me yesterday how to categorize, you know, some of the guys that are in the fold right now, right? Mm-hmm. As far as the Steelers go, Steelers linebackers go. Uh, is linebackers like coming to Pittsburgh and play for the Steelers defense? You know, there's something about this linebacker group, and I know they're getting their knocks from all over, even with the addition of Quan Alexander, who, by the way, finished uh, the drills today with a real flourish and had yeah. everybody whooping them up and whatever else. Uh, all three of them. Okay, and I, I mean, if we want to throw Mark Robinson into it too, then it'd be four. But uh, when you're talking about Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts and now yeah. Quan Alexander, all three of them take a lot of pride in being physical. They want to hit. Yeah. And when you talk about, and when you hear Vince Williams say, Vince, you know, the, these are the kinds of linebackers. Yeah. That the, the first thing about being physical is that you have to want it. Yeah, you do. You, you have to seek it out. Mm-hmm. And, and this group might not be perfect they might not be the best in coverage uh they might not be whatever but they are <laughs> like ron slay in the sense <laughs> that they are full of rage, full of rage. Yeah. oh man um but but so i saw the question come across i didn't um i didn't uh, start or whatever it's like if this group sticks together what is this trio you know kwan elandon cole and I think we got to look at them just as that, though, DK. If they all stay healthy and play they parts on be. this defense, they right? They have to be. They yeah, are the trio. They're going to have to be, I think, and putting this in maybe a little bit more of a cynical slash realistic way, they're going to have to be the sum of their parts. Yeah, yeah, they are. Okay. Um, somebody asked me yesterday, um, <laughs> a couple days ago out in Latrobe, uh, they is uh, just a you know fan who was there. They asked me, well, like, how do you think these guys will line up for their downs? Who's the first down guy, third down guy? I said it's going to have to be a complete mix and match. It just will. It and when you're talking about Mike Tomlin and uh, and Terrell Austin running Terrell your Austin. defense, yeah, they had Robert Spillane as their third down guy, which makes no sense. So <laughs> what whatever it was that they were doing with that, it's going to be, yeah, and. and- this is what we need out of this defense, though, because you know the NFL is all about tendencies, right, though, DK? Mm-hmm. We need two of the three to be able to do two good things really well. Stop the run and play in, in coverage. Quan is a guy that I think can do that. I think Elandon is a, is a thumper, and I think Cole can drop in the coverage underneath coverage. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We'll see what Elandon looks like. That way we don't have tendencies that team can put – one of the linebackers out there and have him in a bad situation like Robert Spillane, respectfully, right? We're, we no need question. two to three to be, uh, as Coach T say, above the line. Yep. When it comes out. And that way that trio can kind of work itself out, DK. You guys will like this. Leo asks, DK, can oh. you talk about Darnell Washington and TJ Watt? I already shared this with Ramon before the show. We know I'm this. We knew this was going to happen too, didn't we? And, he, and totally called it, right? What he does, beginning of backs on backers, very early in it, I should say, uh, Tomlin yells out, 8-0, 8-0. That's Washington's number. Every time you see him, I want to see you, was exactly what he said, and he was pointing towards T.J. Watt. Yeah. So every time it was T.J.'s turn, they were going to break out of order to make sure that Darnell Washington's there. All right, so T.J. Yeah. lines up with Darnell, goes up against him, and how did I describe this to you on the phone? It said it was boring. Boring. It was. It was, it was like war. I compared it to, uh, for those of you who remember Andrew Whitworth, a terrific left tackle. Yes, he uh, is. Outstanding. And good on TV, tackle. too. Yeah. And when he would go against Debo, against James Harrison, he was the only guy who would just swallow him up. Okay. Yeah. Like Debo yeah. had no answer. 
He didn't. Because all Whitworth did was stand there and exist. Yep. Yeah, so he used like his body. Black hole. Yeah, black hole. So what happened with, with uh, Darnell was he just kind of stood there. So so Tomlin thinks he's onto something, and he tries it again, and it was <sighs> just as boring. No reaction from anybody from either side, including Darnell's side, because it didn't even look like he did anything. He just existed. All right, all right. So 8-0. Yeah. You've got 56. Ooh, Alex Highsmith. Alex Highsmith. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's great. Okay, so Highsmith lines up. Highsmith goes at him. Same thing. <sighs> Yawn. He turns around. He goes back to his fellow tight ends, and they're like, hey, yeah, good job, man. Good job. Yeah, good job. Good job. Yeah, good job. Good job. So you, if, if it feels like there's a punchline coming, there is. So, so let me say this, though, too, before you go to the third one, because three is not like the first two. Your first two starters are – TJ and Alex Highsmith, right? So from what you're telling me is this. TJ and Alex decided, okay, we're going to pick out the biggest dude in y'all room and we're going to punch him in the mouth. They decided to run down the middle of him. And you know what? If I was a defender, I'd do that too. I've seen numerous D linemen have new offensive linemen, and the first thing they do is bull rush them because you're setting the precedence to what's going to happen. TJ and Alex are pro enough that this drill happens every single day. They're in pads. Yes, Two things are certain in Latrobe, PA. The tight end's going to hit the big pad every single day, like it's their live dependent on it, and backs on backers is going to be a thing. So what's going to happen now is TJ and Alex are going to meetings tonight, and they're going to watch film, and they're going to say, okay, we did what we were supposed to do. We'll never do that again. I can't run through the middle of you. And on that note, Randy Wagner, who's already had a really good day for us in terms of grabbing everybody some gift memberships, which you can do, <laughs> by the way, dkps.net slash join. Randy shows impeccable timing here and says, uh, and says, I'm hearing more than once that Nick Herbig is breaking to the quarterback. Is he for real? Now, Herbig is Moan's guy, so That's I'll give way here in a second, okay? But Herbig was the last OLB to get a shot at Darnell Washington. And you know what he did? What'd he do? If you can see my arm here, I'm going to go this way. He goes right at Darnell, right at him, races the chicken wing. What's, what was over. the move called again? Quick, a quick arm over. Quick arm over, says the 11-year NFL starter. Wing Chicken wing goes up, says the reporter. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes right around him like he didn't exist. Not Didn't touch him in the slightest. Gets right to the fake quarterback and the – Oh, my goodness, did the linebackers explode because it was Herbig who figured out you're not getting through that guy. So let me break a couple things now. One, smart. Whoa, 725? So, no, it was 730, right, 741. Uh, so this is what happened, though, and this is why I figured out a guy like the Big Ten is known for very smart institutions, right? Wisconsin is a very smart institution, right? So what happened is the young fella, Nick Herbig, ended up watching the two veterans in front of him and said, why would I, who's smaller than those two dudes, try to run through this big old man? Let me give him a move instead of running through him. It'll be the exact same thing. And you got to honestly give credit to TJ and also to, to Alex for being in a situation that says, I'm going to punch him in the mouth and I'll deal with whatever happens later. Okay, so what happened was he hit him with a speed stutter. And let's say this is the helmet. Of, of uh darnell washington he hit him with a start and he quick armed over because at that point he was probably darnell was probably expecting another bull rush boring boring right and, and you he know didn't what? get it he didn't and get it he, he hit he him with just, a, he was braced for, you're you're so right again this happened he was braced I, for it i mean he this was about no more than 15 20 feet in front of me and i'm actually yeah. behind darnell as this is happening. So I'm watching Herbig. I'm actually seeing the play develop, yeah. which is really kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> to see the chicken wing through me too. I didn't see yeah. it coming either. You no, know, that's, that's, but the, and see like that's, that's part of the things where we were saying like slow down when it comes to the, the traits that we expect Darnell Washington to have the one arm catch he had at the combine and stuff like that. That ain't going to be his specialty. His specialty now is going to be blocking on the line of scrimmage, but also being a guy that you can, uh, put in the game for max protections that has the capability of catch. Right. right. That's his role. Right. Until it grows a little bit more. And he also going to have to go to meetings tonight and do this, DK. That's my weakness. I can't allow that to show up on film many more times like that. 
Because oh, TJ, oh, yeah, he got coached up right after it. Uh, you better believe he yeah, did, yeah. No, no, man. No, not not has right there on yeah. the spot. He got coached up. Alfredo Roberts going to him, of course. Uh, just saying, that, okay, that that was your learning because you know who else could have done that to you just as easily. TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. But, but what were they trying to do? Because this is what this team is. They were trying to just beat them up real quick. Yeah, that's all. And that's all. That's, they, they didn't want to look I like they were getting count. cute in a drill that's not supposed to be cute. It ain't Tony to be comes cute. in with a nine ninety nine contribution, and that's right. very generous. Thank Appreciate you. that. Uh, very clearly, Tony was out there in Latrobe as well. He said it's a good day to leave the uncle's table. <laughs> George Pickens looked awesome, but how about some cheers for Calvin Austin Speed translating to pads? Uh, that was a sweet deep ball down the sideline to him. I miss seeing Ben DeWallace. For anybody yeah. who doesn't know what Tony's referring to, um, Calvin Austin went down the right sideline, just took off. And now this has happened a couple of times in camp. He is obviously not a big dude, but his yeah. speed will buy him the separation that makes it a mood point. Two beautiful things happened here. One was the separation that Calvin got. I forget who the DB was. Maybe somebody can remind me, but the other one was moan. Yeah. Ken Kenny just just dropped it so you've come just on here two days in a row guy and kind of said something that was supposed to be a deficiency of his is uh kenny pickett ability to throw the bomb down the sideline over the field he keeps hitting them he's he displaying the one to george. That. he threw and, the one to george and yesterday he threw one to who who was the receiver uh that he threw one to yesterday well, yesterday they were off you're talking about sunday 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 yeah yeah, yeah. you told that him he said that was Hakeem. I know, but the fact that he can put it in the air yeah. like that, though, yeah, was good to see and hear about, man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> seven hundred and sixty. We ever have seven hundred and sixty-four? We're actually higher than that. I actually thought we were close to seven eighty at one point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in here. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Now, if you haven't hit the like button, go ahead and take care of that. Yeah. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, go ahead and take care of that. If you haven't become a member, my goodness, what are you, what are we doing? What, what, yeah, what, what, what are doing? you, what are you waiting for? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, we, we need to get you guys like all the way in, you know? Sto uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Josh Dobbs has just says KP8 has no deep ball problems. He has not in this camp. He in has camp. not. He is not missing on those balls. And that is and has been his emphasis throughout this offseason, including in his private yeah. sessions that he's had with his throwing coach. And, and you know what's also fascinating, too? One of the first things you asked me when I told you about the George Picking clips is, Mom, who threw it? Who threw it? And I was just like, let me find another clip because I got the close-up of, of George yeah. Pickens and Joey Porter Jr. And I was like, it was Kenny. It was Kenny that did it. Dwayne, who was out there as well, says that James Pierre – was the guy who got burned, but no shame. Okay. Nah. Uh, James Pierre can really move. Calvin Austin is from another planet when it comes to really moving. And by the way, we find some wood to knock on here. Yeah. Okay. I did. Okay. Because he is, uh huh. So don't, don't be looking at some of these situations like, you know, this is the, you know, th this is bad because the defense gave it up or whatever. You want to see plays being made. Am I right, Moan? Yeah, you do, man. And and let's say this, too, about Calvin Austin Jr., who's been one of the hot, most highly talked about guys on this team, not named Kenny Pickett or George Pickens, is this. He's drafted as a running back and played that in college, too, right, DK? But his position may be just flexibility at this point. He's just a weapon. And I understand the excitement behind having Calvin Austin III be your guy that you have on this team, man, just mm -hmm. simply because if – Health, knocking on wood, gosh, Lee. If, if health is something that stays with him throughout this entire year or a really good stretch that he can still play through games, how many people have that type of speed to have the tools to catch balls down the sideline like that, DK? If mm -hmm. for anything, it stresses one side of the field that yes. opens up another side of the field. Yes, and, and the middle in turn. And all those things that you haven't seen from the Steelers in – well, since since Moan was still so, lining up. So if you put him in a slot, we can keep that up there. You put him in a slot, right, DK? Uh-huh. You put him in a slot, Calvin Austin. Oh, yeah. You really yeah. gotta devote somebody. You got to. To cover him. Well, because please he's, make it please make it a linebacker. And if you do put a linebacker or if you put a safety in, guess what also happens, DK? Six you can points. still have you can have Najee <laughs> in the backfield still. Yeah. You can have Jalen Warren in the backfield. You can run uh, you can just give it to him down the, down the scene. Like, what are we talking about? 
HMJ comes in with, hey, Moan, longtime listener, first-time poster. That's appreciated. Appreciate I always like that. to bring him out of the woodwork. Have you ever seen a guy in camp screw up by the numbers so bad that everyone thought he would be visited by the athletic trainer and told to see the coach? Uh, screw up so bad. Uh, whoo. Not really, because most guys are just pros about how they go about it. The worst thing I honestly saw was probably the fight between Ike Taylor and A.B. You know what I'm saying? It don't really get that bad when it comes down to stuff like that because coaches will tell you, you're on the ground, you're getting cut. Or, hey, you mm-hmm. do something out of line, you're getting cut. Like, that is the one silver bullet that he stays with him, DK. Mm-hmm. Ron, uh, Slay, Ron Slay is encouraging us to get over 800. Uh, I, will, I will say – as it relates to someone getting embarrassed at the session, I'm going to use his name here because I don't care. He was he was right there in front of everybody. There's a running back on the roster named John Lovett. I know nothing about him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Moans. Turnstile. Oh, no. Or so much worse. Elandon Roberts, who I told you was an absolute dynamo. Yeah. In this, in the, in the backs on backers, flattened him. Just, it was, it was, it was, I'm surprised they didn't call the Westmoreland County police on him. It was an assault. It was so bad. But, and you know what your coach did? What'd he do? He, he, he lined him up again. Yeah. Because I think he wanted to give uh, love it another chance, a chance at redemption. Show yourself, stand up. What did he say? That was that line for you when you were, when you were a rookie, don't take it, don't take it. Okay. So they line up again. Oh, it happened again. And it was so, it was even worse. And it was just, just so terrible. No. Okay. And this love, it gets up. I know nothing about this player. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't waste that much time on the fringe of the roster. I got too much to do out there. Okay. Yeah. And this poor dude gets up and goes back to the running back crew. And like, they're like easing away. From <laughs> <laughs> no. Who he was. And like he had the Scarlet A on. Oh, it was so bad. Oh no, DK. So it this was is so bad. So all right. So you, you have to be able to fight. <laughs> that was one of those situations where as a player, you say, screw whatever coming. I'm lunging at him and I'm gonna take him. I'm not cutting him, but I'm a fake cut him and then I'm gonna pop him in his mouth. That has to happen. And <laughs> what I would tell you is this though, Elandon Roberts ain't, ain't is not a light back. He's a heavy player, and I don't mean like fat or nothing, like he just hits hard it was so bad uh and, and, and here it says here uh, leo saying that's an xfl or xfl player love it just signed yesterday ooh. i don't know where he came from but he's got to get right back there he, because if you can't block <laughs> for the pittsburgh steelers you are not playing running back now a couple of things to share with you moan as yeah. it relates to backs on backers in particular i thought the running backs held up very well okay and we're going to share some information here with you and and everybody who's watching this one of the better blocking running backs was sit down for it. Anthony McFarland. I thought he handled himself really well. Yeah. I mentioned this to someone really close to the team and their response was, you understand we're making real use of him this year. Oh, wow. There's no ambivalence about who RB three is internally. And I'm told that there hasn't been for months. Wow. Okay. Wow, they like him. You you know what, DK, and I'll I'll give some grace here to love it, man. Not necessarily all the grace, but I'll say this too: that drill is hard to do for running backs, because in a real game, they can cut the linebacker, they can get a chip from the uh, offensive line without getting a a, a a a chop block, as long as we're not both engaged with them. So they are sitting ducks in a sense, but your feet your feet better be buzzing. And you need to expect whatever coming your way. And for a guy like Landon Roberts, who's an older guy in his league, well, a seasoned guy in his league, you know what? Mm-hmm. You need to go pop him in the mouth. He shouldn't have waited on him the second time. When he said set hike, you go towards the line of scrimmage the same way he does. I'm not getting flat back twice. And he did. And he did. I yeah, mean, I real, not, not, not just flat back, but Landon nah. ended up on top of him. Oh, it wasn't pancake. It was stacked pancakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All that was missing was like I could have walked over and poured syrup on them. Uh, this is more of flap flapjacks than anything. This was uh this was pretty rough. 
Uh, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But on the positive side, again, all of the running backs, I'm leaving out Jalen Warren. Najee Harris handled himself where Najee's more of a technician than somebody who's yeah, going to. And he keeps, he keeps you at bay. He has his way of doing it. Uh, yeah. you, there were not a whole lot of clean runs to the quarterback mm-hmm. in this. So I was impressed with the way the running backs go. Uh, Josh Grimm says, I just got back to my hotel room from camp. Holy cow. Was that a fun experience for my first day? Uh, Pickens on Porter was so cool to see up close. George's catch made me lose my mind. Hey, that crowd had fun. And what day were we telling everybody to go? First day of pass, baby. First day okay. of pass. We were getting this question weeks ago. And we what were. day? What we day? told y'all. We said Tuesday, on the Tuesday. August 1, we said right after they're off, come out there and get out there. I'm seeing some references here to are they not allowed to wear knee pads. That is not what happened nah. to Corey Trice, okay? Uh, Mike Tomlin confirmed afterward that the Steelers believe it's a non-contact injury, but I'm going to, again, throw in parenthetically that his foot looked planted, and then he turned. So while he didn't make contact with another player, he made contact with terra firma, okay? Golly. Uh, that's that's tough, DK. And just to answer this question real quick too, DK, Alfonso from the uncle's tables hit up and says they're going to be practice with pads on Saturday. Every day from here on out, it's practice on pads. Coach C is one of the first ones to tell in, us in that room, look, they're going to say this game got soft, but not here in Pittsburgh, PA. Not while we're in camp. Any day that I can have you bleeps in pads, <laughs> you're going to be in pads. Well, before we get him in trouble with the union, there, there might be some exceptions to it along the well, way. Some days, and, and then, yeah. the, of course, the day before, the day after a preseason game, they're not gonna, yes. there's going to be walkthroughs or light run-throughs of something that would have happened but, the night before or whatever. Okay, but, mm. not, but not this Saturday. No. <laughs> they're in full pass this Saturday. They are. They are. Yeah. They're, they're going to be active. Yeah, this is also yeah. the week of Friday Night Lights, which will be active. And with pads. And if and, you want an autograph, that's the night to try to get there if you're around the Pittsburgh PA area. So somebody asked that question. Friday night license is the night to do that. Aloha asks how Broderick Jones did. Um, line play in general was emphasized early on, especially on seven shots, where you could tell the offense was going to be determined to, listen, we've been throwing passes, passes, passes in shorts. Let's see if we can plow through. Well, yeah. Najee Harris plowed through every single time. And a couple of those were going right to the left. That sounded contradictory. They were going to the left, but directly. Yeah. It wasn't, there was no hesitation. There was no whatever. Uh, and I'll give Broderick, I saw a couple of times where he had a pretty decent push on his side. And I should mention that the starting, the first team left tackle was Dan Moore. Was Dan Moore. And any assessment on him, DK? Solid. Nothing to call home about? I'm not going to lie. There's only so many eyeballs I can yeah, spread around. Absolutely. And I did not spend my day focused too much on the O-line. I'm never going to BS you with this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to see the running backs moving. I wanted to see, and I paid more attention to the defense because as we were talking about on yesterday's show, we needed to see what these guys would bring once they were unchained a little bit. Yes, we did. And I see somebody asking about seven shots here too. Uh, DK, mm-hmm. let me ask you this because you saw something up close and personal. What did the left guard do today in some sets, you said, as far as the snap oh, count goes? no. We were going to get through the whole show without mentioning yeah. that Isaac Selmalu, who's now proudly wearing 73. Seven tray. Okay. In the first snap of seven shots, did this. He turned around and looked at Kenny. <laughs> and it was the first time we've seen a left guard do that. Since the real 73. Hey, he's the tap guy this year, man. I love it. I love it, man. For anybody uh, who doesn't know what that means, Moen, you can explain that. Yeah, that's where I would uh, tap to alert the uh, center to bob his head and for uh, the quarterback to get the snap, man. So it was, I was actually kind of glad to kind of hear that a little bit. I should have text Coach T and say, hey, heard you got a new tap guy, man, who's wearing 73. So uh, it'll be fascinating to hear what some of the guys have to say. I am going to reach out to a few. It's like, hey, how was the first day? Just to get some some feedback on what they have to say about it. I like the push on the left side of the line, uh, which is where yeah. they ran twice consecutively on seven shots and got in both times. Now, the second one was really close, but they got in. Yeah, oh, did they? Yeah, because, well, again, same side, same everything, and I think the defense figured out right away today was going to be a little bit different. They were going to be running the football 
a whole heck of a lot. Uh, and they did a really, really interesting day uh, uh, and, o- overall. Uh, DK, uh, uh, again, um, the catch, because it's, it's viral at this point. George it is. Pickens, it's and everywhere. I, I, it's on SportsCenter. I do hate that Joey Porter Jr. got that, but I'll say this. Everybody's got to have some scars in their game. I tell anybody, getting scars on your knees and elbows ain't a bad thing, right? Here's the thing. Joey talked after the practice, and Joey basically said, hey, you know, is it what am I, it's, it's a great catch, whatever else. And he didn't say anything negative like I was doing at the beginning about OPI or taunting or anything. He just it is, it's part of the fun. You know, we're out here. We're, we're practicing hard. We're trying. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the right attitude to have. Got beat. You know, beat him next time. Uh, it should be noted here, by the way, that the reason that George Pickens did the little whatever with the football afterward is that Joey had been playing really well against him. Oh, did yeah. he? Oh, he leaned into him a little bit oh, today. Oh, yeah. So, this, you was see not, what I'm this was not lopsided. It's just that Joey gets the posterized on ESPN. And that catch, though, not many people are making that catch. Like I said, I'm in random group chats in my phone with guys talking about this that also played in the NFL. And Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things, man. And I'll say this about George Pickens, all the talent in the world. It seemed like he's channeling in a little bit more. The more and more he becomes a guy to just say, you know, put, give me the ball in an opportunity and he delivers on those things. More moments like this will happen. He will be a top fantasy draft guy this year um, in a joking way. But I was this good. This will help. This will yeah, help. It, it will help. But I'm glad to see the group, Calvin Austin down there, Deontay down there, like Kenny comes down there. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I saw Mason Rudolph down there celebrating with those guys, man. And I was just like, that's good. They're, they're young, y'all. Like, DK, would you say this is one of the youngest offenses you've covered? Uh, it's one of the younger offenses in franchise history. So it goes way back before me being around. And and Uh, I'll say this, this is kind of how monsters are built. Okay. Like you got to get beat up a little bit, criticize a little bit. And then you have stuff like this happen. Got to be competition. Got to be competition. And you can't get all cringy or whatever. One thing, and don't think less of anybody for this, but when Corey Trice got hurt, the camp just kept going on around him. Everybody went to the next station. Okay. Because that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Daniel Evans says, Oh, with a $10 contribution, too. Appreciate hey, that, up, Dan. Daniel? Thanks. He says, took my dad to his first ever training camp today. George's catch happened right in front of us. My dad has always been stoic, but he cheered like a kid after seeing that. Here's to dads. That's that's the way to that's end this program. Awesome, man. That's, although I got one that can top Dan's story. Go, uh, let's go. We got we got a couple minutes. Go ahead, DK. Well, how about if we do it in the in the post op? Let's in do the that. post op. Y'all, yeah. So you got to hang around a little bit. You got to hang around a little bit. Let's uh, let's uh let's do that. Let's do that. We'll uh, be here, DK. All right. Now, Who are we giving the award to today? I'm going to just raise it up real. And it actually has something that correlates exactly what we got going on. It's a bulldog. Oh, it is. George it Pickens is. got that dog in him. And he's looking to the light right there. You see what <laughs> Joey, I'm saying? Joey Porter Jr. showed some of his own dog. I, I'm going to stick oh. up for him here, okay? Three oh. OPIs oh. on the way down the field. Three. Oh. Hey, hey, I'm here for DK. We're here to tell the truth, man, the whole truth. You feel me? That's it. Here's what I've got. So I'm walking on the one sideline, right? Yeah. And I hear somebody, uh, Yo, DK. And I look over to my right. And I just kind of wave or whatever. And he yells out, it's Twiz. <laughs> our Twiz from our little community here, right? Yeah. He's on in the front row up against the railing. And I go, like I'm waiting for Hollywood music and stuff as I go running toward with the arms open and everything and heard from a lot of people who are watching the Ramon Foster show who appreciate it who asked what time we were going to be on today so that they can get out of there and get to their proper station to hear the show and everything it's really cool Ramon it just is well, good, man. I had I'm not able to be there, especially on days like this, man. Uh, 
offensive pass interference doesn't exist. Okay, I'm gonna also throw that out there too. <laughs> out of here, <laughs> offensive pass. It's a myth. Okay, I don't know why you keep oh, saying this. No. this. You love the OL, but your heart belongs on defense. It's kind of like you're a real yenzer. You understand what defense is? Oh, mean? oh, I totally get that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To me, to me. The quintessential Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Don't look at me funny for this, okay? okay? Because the 70s, I was pretty young then, were yeah. the mid-90s, those guys, okay? And then the late 2000s, yeah, where they were just the you know the the, the badass Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers you know, taking yeah. the field that way. You guys intimidated in a very different way. Yeah. People knew they were they were going to cough up 30 points to you one way or another. Yeah. I had yeah. a, I had a, I had a, a, a Raven. I recently saw him, Anthony Levine, mostly special team, but DB for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's down here, and I ran into him, and he ran up on me and shook my hand. He said, "Hey, I need you to know I personally hated you on the field." Okay. <laughs> I was he like, didn't "Mean you, my he dog." Meant, he yeah. meant all of us. He was like, "No," and he spoke about our old line. He's like, "They used to send me on blitz and stuff, and y'all would just used to grab me and just throw me around." He was like, "I hated all of y'all." I was like, "But it was respect at the end of the day, huh?" He was like, yeah, man. He was like, the North is just different. So here in this practice, uh, seeing guys compete like George and JPJ does and just the growth of this, like, that's what the North is. That's what Stiller Ball is. And you couldn't ask for a better franchise to be a part of, DK. Goodness gracious. The way to become a member here is to to go to dkps.net slash join. Just put it up in your URL, yeah. just as if you're typing a website from scratch. dkps.net slash join. We'd love to have you along with us. We certainly had enough people along with us for the show today. That's yeah, very, very cool. We will have another one of these tomorrow, and then there will be a very special, very, very special guest host for the two shows Thursday and Friday. Yay, yay. Let's do it. We're, we're keeping it internal in-house as they say yeah. alone right it's shane we never are liming down the field either man goodness gracious man jeez. Oh, i can't beat pro offensive i gotta he, be unbiased he doesn't stop <laughs> he hasn't stopped being a player all right Good guys day, tomorrow tomorrow bye-bye oh uh.